This is a podcast from Rover. Lana, Gary and Adam. It's the Breakfast Club podcast on More FM. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Club here. Hey, very exciting week with the Black Ferns taking on Australia this weekend. Eden Park is sellout. 30,000 people are going to be there. And one person that is going to be soaking up the atmosphere is the one and only Ruby Tui. She joins us this morning. Morena, Ruby. G'day, Ruby. What's up, everybody? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. Hey, no. Thanks for joining us. Now, this must be such an exciting week. And I imagine a few sleepless nights as well to the lead up of the first match. (laughs) It's funny, like, there's heaps of research and all the bloody management on, our, on us about sleep, so we've been training um, to just be able to sleep when you're really excited and really nervous and stuff, so sleep's been good, but, man, the vibe in camp is something else. It's pretty special, and, you know, have coaches like we do and players like we do um, coming back after a hard year last year for the team, it's just, Oh, it's hard to describe, right? It's just it's something special and, and we're really, really excited. Because you've been playing rugby for a while now and I saw an interview of you the other day saying this is the most fun you've ever had playing rugby. Why is that? Yeah, so I played um, for New Zealand Sevens for about 10 years and, um, you know, it was awesome. We, we got equal pay over there. We did, we did lots of stuff, but I've always wanted to be a Black Fern. 15, Black Ferns 15 is like, you know, like the OG legends of one's rugby. They never got anything. No one, they never got any coverage or anything. So it was like... Kind of like the, you know, if you were, if you were cool, you're you're a black friend kind of thing. So mm. I always want to be a black friend, and then so I just debuted this year, and it's um, I don't know, I just feel like a kid all over again, like yeah. living out my dreams, and it's it's a massive team, like there's over you know thirty forty people, so it's um all these different kind of personalities. Like I don't know if you guys played footy, but you know I'm friends with front rollers now. Wow. Cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And what I love about the Blackferns, Ruby, is that you can see how tight you guys are when you play the game, when you score a try. Um, and I, I imagine that's exactly how it feels behind the scenes as well. Yeah, we're a new team. Um, so, you know, all those conversations we're having off the field are pretty uncomfortable, pretty new, but it's definitely making us better off, um, you know, on the field. And, man, there's, I don't know if you watched Super Rugby Opaki for the first time this year we yeah. had it. And so, you know, lots of competition within the team, but man, we just we just really want to do New Zealand proud. Um, we, you know, out of all the four World Cups that we've had in the cabinet, the women's 15 is the only one we've got left. And so, you know, it's pretty important for our national sport and for our country that we we do a bloody good job here. And it's it's in New Zealand. We're, we're going to break the world record for the most people at a women's rugby match. Yeah. So we just really hope that um, Aotearoa come out, you know, and, and have a good time and show the rest of the world we know how to party. It is all go for you at the moment, right, Ruby, as if the World Cup wasn't enough. You've got a brand new autobiography out straight up. And in that, you talk quite a lot about some pretty heavy things. It must have been quite a, a daunting process to go through and relive some of those moments from especially your childhood, but then also to be sharing that with the entire world. Oh, yeah, that was, man, writing a book, uh, it's, uh, it's really hectic. Um, I highly recommend it, though, if you want to write one, your name for the kids and that, to see why your mind's made up the, the way it is. Um, yeah, I, that timing was pretty crack up, eh? I didn't really think about that too much before publishers <laughs> want me to go on book tours and something. There's just no way I can. Eh? <laughs> but, um, it's, um, it's, there's lots of heavy stuff in there, bro, but I just think the issues that probably need to be talked about yeah, a bit more, and yeah. I don't know, my story, and I think a few others, it, it wasn't just easy. And, you know, I didn't wake up when I was five and go, I just want to be an all black and just follow all the age groups. Didn't go like that at all. Um, yeah, I talk about domestic violence, talk about alcoholism. And I just, yeah, I just think I'm, I'm in a pretty privileged position to be able to have publishers wanted to print it. So I wanted to talk about things that I think 
um, some people don't either don't talk about or they don't know, you know, don't have a safe space to be able to talk about that stuff. Mm. Um, but yeah, I just wanted people to know that it doesn't matter what happens. So yeah, you, you always have a choice. It's never too late, kind of thing. Mm. Oh, good on you, Ruby. Right. Your book looks absolutely fantastic. It's called Straight Up. It's in all good bookshops now. But you also won an Olympic silver medal. Where's that medal? Where do you store that? You want to talk about the gold one? Oh right, the gold one. Where do you keep? Where do you keep, where, do, where, where, where do you store all your medals? So long to get that gold. <laughs> Fair enough. No, no, I keep that one um, in a safe drawer, definitely. But it's funny you talk about silver because silver is actually the, the little hero of my story that no one even cares about. So I'm actually lovely asked about silver. Silver's all dinged up, and I actually keep that in a box, and no one knows what that is. So I can kind of keep that on show secretly. But the yeah. gold one I keep wrapped up in a drawer because it's you know that, look, that one's pretty pristine, looks pretty flash. That one. That's yeah, awesome. love that, Ruby. Now, hey, just before you go, I love what you've done with your hair recently with that red stripe. Uh, what inspired you to do that? <laughs> Oh, there was a book. So when I first debuted on the World Series, I debuted for Canterbury. I was captain. I died this um, red streak on my hair, Ruby Red. I was playing for, you know, Red Club yeah, Union. And I was writing the book, and I was like, man, I I love that red streak. Like, I only got rid of it because I was doing, like, some media stuff. I was like, oh, stuff this, man. I'm my first ever um, 15th World Cup at home. I'm going to bring that back. So. Yeah. <laughs> to run it back and to get it done and um, yeah like I said I was having so much fun eh? like oh just so much fun in this team and just you know we're all just working on being authentic and on our stories and our why and it's just I just find it's real fitting but a full circle moment for me personally um, so yeah just I was having so much fun bro it's, oh, it's pretty awesome being a rugby player in New Zealand we love that Brilliant. and uh, we love you you do such an amazing job and we are backing you 100% this weekend in that opening match with that strong crowd at Eden Park over 30,000 people there Ruby Tui thank you so much and good luck for the Rugby World Cup thank you so much for having me on and if anyone out there is thinking of going to a women's game if you go to one women's game in your entire life let it be this Saturday, October 8th, where we break a world record right here in Aotearoa, the home of rugby. Thank you so much, boys. Woo! The Breakfast Club Podcast. With Lana, Gary and Adam. More.